So just how long a period is a reasonable period for due diligence when you're buying a business? Hey there, everyone. It's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the place where we talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses. This week, I've got a question from Bob who said that when he was looking at buying a business, what he learned is that everyone's very nice to you and, and very polite in answering your questions. But sometimes when you're able to talk with key staff or suppliers, they only really start to open up and tell you the truth about things when they realize the deal is going to go through, which means that if you've only given yourself like 10 days for due diligence or whatnot, you haven't really given yourself enough time because he learned and actually had to back out of a deal kind of last minute when he learned some important things about some of the vendors. So, the, you know, it's a great question. How long should due diligence go for? In a previous video from a few weeks ago, I talk about uh, Jay, the guy who got into a bad deal, who was, you know, as I put it, shepherded through a process that was set up by a business broker trying to sell a business. He was given 10 business days to do his due diligence, which is ridiculous because a business has so many moving parts. There are employees, suppliers, receivables, vendors, customers, like, like all these different things going on in a business you need time to get your hands on everything that's going on. You have to examine, you know, what's coming and what's going, how things operate. You have to take a look at employees. You have to take a look at suppliers. You have to take a look at all kinds of details. When I was a business broker, what I would typically put into the offers is that due diligence would begin from acceptance and end at closing so that the due diligence period actually never ended. We were always in due diligence and so any new information that was learned at the very end prior to closing could cause the buyer to back out of the deal. Now, from a seller's point of view, that sounds scary because you think, hey, this means that somebody could look at everything and then decide to back out of the deal. Well, what I would often sometimes do when it came to protecting the interests of sellers is we would create sort of a, a, a benchmark or a milestone in the due diligence. So for example, the buyer would look at all the sort of paper information that they could and then when they wanted to actually start talking to key employees or suppliers or people like that so we're going to break confidentiality now and now other people are going to know <clears throat> excuse me that the business is for sale and usually what we would do at that moment is we would make the deposit non-refundable because again in my deals we would want to encourage offers and one of the ways that we would encourage offers you know, to the benefit of sellers was to say that all deposits are fully refundable until an agreement is signed making it non-refundable. And that was the point where we would make the agreement, the deposits non-refundable. So someone wants to buy a half million dollar business, they put down say a $30,000 deposit, it's fully refundable, they examine everything and now they want to start talking to suppliers, employees, etc. At this point, they know that they want to move forward and buy the business because of what they've examined to date, they just need to know a few more things and have a few more conversations before they feel absolutely comfortable. And what I would encourage the sellers to do is simply say, okay, if you want to start talking to my staff and suppliers, etc., then the deposit has to become non-refundable. So be sure that you're sure, right? And that's just one of the different ways that you can handle it. But if you're buying a business, you can't let yourself get hemmed in to a, a due diligence period that is too short. And from a seller's point of view, you know, every business is unique. 
people tend to have these short due diligence periods because they draw a parallel between real estate and business. And when you're examining a house, it's perfectly reasonable to give someone 10 days to get financing and have an inspector come out. Because really that inspector is going to spend three or four hours at the house and he's going to be done. And you're going to have a report telling you the condition of the home. When it comes to a business, they're far more complex. It's far more difficult. And if you create these onerous conditions on buyers and you try to limit their freedom and limit them in, in these different ways, what ends up happening is you scare off reasonable, educated, informed buyers who are the ones that are most able to actually put a deal together. So thank you very much, Bob, for sending in the question. Due diligence needs to be long. And I always pushed to have due diligence go right until closing because you never know what you're going to find at the very end. Now, if you live anywhere in or near Toronto, remember May 29th, I'm coming to Toronto. Tickets are already on sale and there are some special deals until the end of January. So come on over to davidcbarnett.com, take a look and uh, sign yourself up. And there's also a virtual attendance option for people who are nowhere near Toronto. Or if you're in Toronto but you just can't make the date, you can also sign up for a virtual attendance and get access to recordings and PDFs after the event. If you are serious about buying a business, you should head over to businessbuyeradvantage.com. That's where you'll find my nine and a half hour course on how to buy a business. Before Christmas, I think I sold 10 of them and uh, all the comments so far have been positive as they have been for years. So I'm very confident that if you wanna buy a business and you wanna learn how to do it and protect yourself from a bad deal, Business Buyer Advantage is the place where you should start. And with that, we'll wish you a great week. Have a good weekend and uh, yay, it's 2018. Happy New Year's and we'll talk to you soon.